This week on The Bachelor, which bachelorette can't manage to get enough um, exposure with our bachelor? Who gets the coveted first one-on-one -on -one date? And which bachelorette causes the drama that leads us to our first to-be-continued of the season? That and more on this episode of Will You Accept This Podcast. Welcome to Will You Accept This Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Leslie. And here we go with week two. Uh, we started with our, we have two group dates and one, our first one-on-one -on -one date this week. Yes, we do. Which... I feel like the one-on-one -on -one pick was not a surprise. Like, she really? seems like the first. Really? You don't think so? Well, I mean, maybe I'm just a failure. Because I feel like with this, um, the fantasy league, I'm just, like, not setting it on fire. So Sorry, I... I totally forgot to fill mine out this week. Well, that's okay, because you're only, I think, 10 points behind me after I filled mine out. So, yeah, no. I did well the first time, and I'm, like, sabotaging myself. But Leslie. I need to get my picks in um, yes. before this week, because my current people that I put for the top four, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Wait, uh, wait, I kind of like that we don't have to lock that in so early, that you can kind of make a, make a more educated decision about that. Yeah, I like it and I don't like it because I like reading all the bios and trying to predict like what I think you'll like. So mm -hmm. it takes away that part of the fun. But then, of course, like you get to know them better and so you have a better idea. Yeah. It feels less like a shot in the dark. But yeah, there is something fun about how much you're able to, to assess from the bios and whether you are yeah. right or wrong. <laughs> and they're horrible pictures. I don't know who does the Photoshop for them, but every single year I'm like, why do they make these people look so bad when they're all pretty? I just don't think most people look lovely with, you know, kind of what's basically a like a basic tank top, you know? Yeah, and it's like a weird high school photo background. Yeah, just they they could do more. They could do better. Yeah. Um so I, I just love that they start off with a cheer, like Corinne does a cheer to him finding love with one of them, which I think is funny because if anybody is unifying the house, it's not Corinne. No. <laughs> um No. Yeah. And then Rachel's all hyped up from getting the, the first impression rose. As she should be. As she That's should be. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. I'm sure Corinne, I'm, I, I, like, you know that riled her up. Yeah. Because you can tell that, first of all, she's used to getting whatever she wants, but she's also really insecure. Right. So when she doesn't get what she wants, she just can't handle it. That's a bad combination. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bad combination, but as far as the season goes, it's Oh, it's great. great. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Producers did an excellent job hunting this girl down because she is something special. Oh, yes. Well, so <laughs> we, we first have our first group date with Corinne, Vanessa, Sarah, Alexis, Lacey, Brittany, Jasmine, Raven, Danielle L, uh, Taylor, Elizabeth W, and Haley. Um, and they're told, they're told they're going to be doing a photo shoot that involves like, you know, weddings. Um, and I love that we, <laughs> we learned that Corinne has never been a bridesmaid. That's shocking, right? You right. Think she would just be surrounded by uh, tons of female friends. E even, um, even Topher was like, uh, duh. Like when he was, yeah. she said um, you can just tell that she's one of those girls who just never hangs out with other women. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. It's like, Okay. Um, and then she, and then she says she's getting schwitzy. <laughs> like, okay. I bet she is. This is one of those dates that I feel like they've done a million times. Yeah. It's so awkward though. Like it just feels, it feels very forced doing it this early in the season. I guess they do it because they want to have more people and more personalities to kind of bring into the mix. But I feel like it just, it, it makes, I feel like it almost makes a mockery of the show. Right. Cause 
I mean, they're going to have a proposal well, at the end, and it's like, let's do this the first week, basically. The show makes a mockery. Like, it is a mockery just by itself. And I that's know. Why I love but it. still, <laughs> still. Um, um, and then the photographer. Franco. It was ridiculous. I read that Franco um, is an actual photographer. He's not a paid actor, like I think we all were thinking. He yeah. Was. Okay, that's interesting. And apparently, he was also on um, America's Next Top Model. Oh, really? <laughs> Which is funny because to me, when I saw him, I'm like, this looks like a parody of somebody that you would see on America's Next Top Model. Yeah. You know? It just seemed like a joke. It seemed like he was a paid actor. He's a noted fashion photographer, Franco, whatever his Franco name is. Franco Costa. Obviously. Sure. Everyone knows Franco. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows. Totally. Oh, I did see, I guess, you know, while we're talking about, we might as well talk about this. Uh, I saw an interview with him mm-hmm. and he was saying, well, well, of course he likes Corinne because uh, every man wants a lady who's a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. And I'm like, she was a freak in the streets here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> there was no privacy. She's out in public. So yeah, that was, uh, I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but yeah. Well, but who all did we have? We had, um, we had the shark girl as a shotgun. Which ride. I love that she was that she thought that meant she was carrying a shotgun. I love that. Yeah. She, did she not know like what the phrase meant? No, she did not. <laughs> so that was that was amazing. Yeah, Vanessa was the eighties bride. That's a good one. Brittany was the one was Adam and Eve bride, which I didn't even catch in the beginning. I was like, why did they just throw like a bikini bottom with leaves at her? Yeah. What happened? That's just mean. I hope they at least gave her some pasties. I mean, at least she had long hair. Yeah, I was like, I was like, did they pick her solely based on the fact that they thought she could cover this up, like you know, like with her hair? It was. I uh, also really love that Corinne was like, yeah. I mean, I guess was she bathing suit? bride i don't really understand she was a beach bride sure okay so i love how she's like yeah i'm over here my bikini top i'm like the hottest girl here and then the adam and eve girl walks in and you can tell she's just like she's not allowed to be sexier than me (laughs) yeah she was so mad and then like then she just couldn't deal couldn't deal i think that's what pushed her over the edge to take her top off was the fact that that girl was was uh like had less clothing on yeah she was like i've got to one up her yeah. Uh, there was the Las Vegas elopement wedding that was Sarah, <laughs> which she had more personality to her than I was expecting. Like, when she started, like, posing with him and stuff, I was like, Which okay. one is she? Is she, is she the one She's... who's the teacher? No. Well, what is she? Sarah. I don't have my cheat she sheets with me. She there? <sighs> no. She... Oh, she has, like, a bob, right? Yeah, she's got, like, the shorter hair. Uh, like brown with some highlights, I think. I'm trying to remember right. well, something we'll about We'll figure it out. We'll yeah. figure it out later. I'm trying to remember her entrance, but I'm blanking. So, yeah, yeah that's not helpful either. Um, but, yeah, so she was the Las Vegas elopement wedding. Uh, biker wedding was Haley, <laughs> which she had, like, the ti- like, that tiara with boots and that leather belt. Interesting combination. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um... What else? And then the like they had the other ones, which I felt like was just them trying to like stir the pot. Like the other ones were like, oh, and you're just bridesmaids. I mean, it was really a weird. Um, yeah. So so the was it Lacey, the girl who came in on the camel? Yeah. So she was a bridesmaid, um, and they had them wear like horrible dress. I, that was a little weird. It's like, why are they bridesmaids? And then he's posing with a bridesmaid. I, I didn't. 
I don't know. It was very weird. They were like, well, I didn't get the whole concept of the Well, date. I think at one like, point they said, you know, every bride has bridesmaids in her pictures. And it's like, well, she also has family. Like, you're not putting a full family in the photo. So Yeah. It didn't really make any sense. I know when they've done this date in the past, it's usually a one-on-one. Right? Oh, is it? I'm trying to it's remember. It's not usually a giant group date. I know there have been ones, and I'm trying to remember, like, which season it was. But there have been ones where they were in Vegas, and then they, like, made oh. them pretend to have a Vegas wedding. Do you that, know was, exactly that was definitely okay, Ben's then? season. Ben's season. Because yeah. I remember they had Becca there. I don't know. There was some joke that they were making when Becca was there. I don't know. Um, I think she I was. I keep seeing Becca's name pop up on, um, I think it's, like, Lulu and George or, like, one of those, uh, like, housewares company Okay. And it keeps popping up, like, the Becca Tilly collection. And I'm like, she's not designing couches. What is this? Huh. That's weird. I think they're just, like, slapping her name on some stuff. And I'm just really confused because it's, like, kind of a higher-end, like, decorating site. Huh. So, like, why are you luring in, like, this girl from The Bachelor who, what was she, like, a dental hygienist? They're all dental hygienists. I feel like that's where. No. What was she? She was. She was. Yes, that's what she was. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was she wasn't different. an interior designer, whatever it was. Like, it was nothing related to that. Yeah. Um, and then there were, actually, there were some other brides, too. I have it noted further down. Danielle L. was a traditional wedding. Uh, Lacey, oh, wait, never mind. That was just, I noted that she kissed him. <laughs> Ta- <laughs> uh, Taylor was the princess wedding. She had that big, poofy dress. Yeah. And that was all of the brides. Okay. So, um... Yeah, and then and then they. You know, I guess we should really be thankful for Corinne because if it weren't for her, it would have just been a really boring like dud of a date. Yeah, there was really nothing else like to it aside from he he took some pictures with people and they were wearing different outfits. I did like um, the shotgun wedding where she was on the back and he was like gonna deliver her baby or something. That was so funny. Like she's like laying on the ground and like yeah. she had those boots on, which if she hadn't have done that, I feel like you wouldn't have seen her boots. And then they get and then after she said that they gave her a gun somehow. Yeah. It's like did you just run like to the prop shed or something? I bet and... they have a big prop room and they're like, We have everything back here. So we just happen to have a gun lying around. Here you go. Yeah, why not? Um and and uh I think it was uh, Lacey who starts the trends, but then all the bridesmaids just start kissing him. Yeah. And she was like, what if I'm the I'm the bridesmaid who steals the, the groom? And I'm like, I don't know that I'd want to be trying to force that role. Like, that sounds a little weird. Is that a thing? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't think that's something happens. that usually happens. Yeah. Um, they're not, not very good at picking bridesmaids. And then, oddly, Franco forces Taylor to, like, and she's, like, the princess wedding. He makes her talk about her feelings, and it was super weird. Yeah, what was up with that? Franco's I don't know. Just, I really need to know everything about Franco. Yeah, I'm curious. He's a he's an odd character. I, I loved his outfit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was, well, and it's one of those things that everybody else is wearing white or, like, the pastel for the bridesmaids. So, I mean, he's t- he, like, stuck out so ridiculously compared yeah. to all of them. It was just, yeah, he, he he wanted to shine, I guess. Oh, and he did. He did Oh, shine. he did. <laughs> Between that and the mustache and the sunglasses, I was like, where did they find Where did this, this guy, guy come he from? He reminded me of the guy from Reno 911 who wears, like, the hot pants 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you I ever don't watch, watch that? Reno 911? Uh, Reno 911. It's like that parody of cops. Yeah. Um, and one of the main characters is this guy who just always wears like little short shorts for his cop uniform, and he always has like sunglasses on. His name is Lieutenant Dangle. Uh, <laughs> he looked like he looked like Lieutenant Dangle. <laughs> it sounds like that's not a, a glowing endorsement of him. Uh, it actually is. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, from my perspective, it is. But I I don't understand what he's doing. Well, this date was just weird because I feel like before this, they were trying to not necessarily, well, I don't know. I think he was trying to not kiss them in areas where others were watching. And it was just kind of through that, like, out the door. Yeah, because he was kissing everybody. Yeah, it just went from a few people to everybody and their mother. It's one thing that was totally different from uh, Ben's season because I feel like he really did try not to just, like, plow through everybody, kissing everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, in front of... <laughs> and Nick's like, whatever. And Nick is just, like, going for it. Which is kind of funny because he's been on the other end of it. And you would think that he might be a little more sensitive about it. I don't think... But... I mean, we'll talk more about some of the other things that happened during this week, but I feel like... I feel like he's forgotten. It's almost like it never happened in some ways because I don't think he's factoring that into how he's approaching things pretty much at all. Maybe he just thinks, like, oh, I'm a dude. I can just, like, make out with all these I can do what I want. Yeah. Do what I want. Um, I definitely think whatever image rehab he had in Bachelor in Paradise, it's all going out the window. Yeah, I think so. I think this week made it quite clear that the original Nick that we all knew and hated was Nick. <laughs> Nick just is here. Yeah, just because he's, like, funny sometimes doesn't mean he's not, like, a huge jerk. Yeah. But, uh, um, so then at the end of all the photos, there's obviously the group date Rose, and, uh, Well, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't talk about, we didn't talk about Corinne, though. Corinne deciding she has to take off her top. And asking oh, we Nick, talked about it. <laughs> and asking Nick to hold her boobs up. No, she's like, Janet Jackson, my boobs. I love that that's like a, a verb. <laughs> I know. If, the first time I heard it, like, I watched the show, I had to rewatch it because I missed that part. I was like, what did she say? I just knew he, she shoved his hands over there. Like, and then, yeah. I, and then when I rewatched it, I was like, oh, that's what she says. Okay. I'm like, first of all, you're not only taking your top off in front of Nick, but everybody, everybody there, like, just, just like waving your boobs around. She's like, whatever. It's crazy. It's just crazy. and I, I just love all the girls' face. Like, I don't even think they were, like, jealous. They were just like, what is wrong with this? Well, girl? they were just like, why would anybody do this? Like, no one's going to reward this behavior by, like, thinking you're a serious contender for this. And then they're just appalled by what happens, which yeah. I, I honestly thought that he wouldn't give it to her or they wouldn't give it to her. I mean, because I, I guess it was really, like, Franco giving it out, right? Well, first of all, Franco is a troll, and he knew what he was doing. You know yeah. what I mean? He, he thought that she was hilarious and just wanted to give her the rose because he knew it would stir things up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Franco Fra- knows what he's doing. Either Franco did it or Franco was uh, was nudged by the producers to give it to her. Cause they I gotta knew say, that I, don't even, I don't even think Franco needed the producers. <laughs> yeah, Franco was just like, hey. <laughs> he, he knew. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she gets that rose. And my question is, like, I, I guess maybe which is more awkward, for Nick to actually hold her boobs or for him to be like, no, I'm not holding your boobs. You know, like, it's kind of a... <laughs> I mean, an awkward lose-lose situation that he's been put in, but uh, I still kind of think he should have been like, no, 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 let's not do that. 
Yeah, I think you should have said, uh, this isn't an appropriate place. Let's put your clothes back on. Like, you know, but, like, but of she, course, he's Nick, so he didn't do that. Yeah, she starts taking off his clothes first. And then he's, I think he kind of knew where it was headed potentially and was just kind of like, oh, oh you know, and then he just couldn't, couldn't he stop He keeps it. saying that he likes that she's aggressive and she goes for what she wants, but I don't think he likes it. I think it makes him a little uncomfortable. I think if this were real life, he would like it in the sense that he would hook up with her and then he would not, he would not be seeing her again. Yeah, I don't think he would take her seriously for like a relationship. Yeah. But Cause there's like, you know, there's nothing wrong with like, you know, going for what you want and like being straightforward, but she's just like really over the top and like creepy about it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Anyway, so she gets that rose. And, and I like, she, they, they, she says like, one she of the things she just gets to go off in a car with him. I think she gets to spend extra time with him. But so, they didn't really show that. So they didn't really show it. So, so it probably means that, like, her being crazy off camera and, like, interacting with the other girls was more interesting than whatever they had to say to each other. I don't feel like when yeah. they're alone, they say anything of substance. I feel like she just lunges at his face and tries to kiss him all the time. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think that they, they have a lot of substance to their conversations. You know? That is shocking to me. <laughs> Appalling. I feel like there's so much substance to her. Laura, she runs a multi-million dollar company. Do you I know, know that? You that? I do I don't know, know that. She runs a two million dollar company. <laughs> well, it's that, and it, something I was reading made it sounds like she works. Made it sound like she works in sales. So I don't know that she really runs it. I don't know. It was very. Well, it's her dad's company, right? Yeah, but if, so... but if but if she's actually doing work in sales, then she's not really running the whole company. I don't know. Like, if you're running the company, you're not doing the day-to-day sales operations. Like, you would have other people do yeah. I guess I don't know, because I don't really know how her company's set up. But... I know. I'm, I'm skeptical. Let's put it that way. I am skeptical. Skeptical? Yeah. <laughs> I'm skeptical about just everything. About A lot of right. things. A lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to know more about her family. Mm-hmm. So, I hope she makes it to hometown. Yes. For the I want to know, like, whenever I see people like this, I just really want to know how they became the way that they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that she has her nanny still tells me that her parents must have made a lot of poor choices. Somewhat, something, some article I was reading was saying that it's not like she's really her nanny. It's just that she, she's kind of like a still a housekeeper for the family. And she feels almost like part of the family, so they just refer to her as that instead of just calling her by name or the housekeeper. I don't know. I still, I don't know. Like, to me, there's not a huge difference between saying someone's a housekeeper or a nanny. Like, it doesn't sound like it's a slap. Well, face, a nanny but... implies you're a child. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. So, but I, I don't know if she was trying to be cute, like if she thought it was funny, mm-hmm. or I don't know. She's a mystery to me. I, yeah, I have a feeling we're going to see some, like, she'll be around for a bit, so we can see more interesting things pop up about her, I guess. I need to know more, and I feel like we'll find out more. Yeah, I think we will get that fun. satisfied, yes. I definitely think she'll be around for a while. I think so, too. What if she winds up winning? Then, wow. That's all I have to say. Just wow. <laughs> I kind of hope she does, because it's been a while since somebody who is a total mess won. Um, did you ever see Jake's season? I, so I watched part of Jake's season and then I watched some of the coverage of how it ended. 
So Laura, I know enough to, to finish understand. it, and you need to see the after the final rose because it was. I saw that. Was, you saw that. I saw that. So now that I saw. Me a little bit of Vienna. Yeah. Yeah. Who was also just kind of trashy and really aggressive. And did you Did you know that he's on a soap opera now? I bet he is. He is clearly like desperate to be on any show. So any show that would have him, he'll be on it. Yeah, I think he he's... was on like Worst Cooks in America or was like he? one of those cooking shows. Okay. Um, he's been on a ton of different things. Uh, Jake. Um, yeah, so what was I going to say? I feel like in the scheme of Bachelor contestants that might turn out to be serial killers, he's probably the top of the list. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like Nick is definitely up there, too. Do you think? I don't know. He gives off weird vibes to me. Huh. Well, then, Not quite as weird as Jake, but... This is the day with the awkward, like, where it gets super awkward about them stealing each other, right? Um, yeah (laughs) so like raven goes in to steal him from Lacey, who's having a conversation and raven is like so like just keeps apologizing for it and um and then she uh starts talking to him he asked her like like when her last relationship was and she says like eight months ago that she caught him with another girl and then he's like i was cheated on once before um, and he finds it really attractive that she just, like, she seems super honest about everything. Yeah. Which it seems like in some of the conversations, like, the asides to the camera, I mean, she was making pretty blunt assessments about the fact that if he gives this rose to Corinne, like, what that says about what he's looking for, which I thought was well, interesting. I think she said maybe that's why he's still single after yeah. all these things, because he's making bad choices. I was like, yep, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like that she said that, because um, it needed to be said. Uh, I, feel like... I think she said that after, well, we'll, we'll get to that, I guess. But, uh, you know, it seems like she might actually stick around a while, which I didn't really foresee when she started, like, <laughs> her little entrance where she came, like, right. waving about in that horrible shirt. In the middle of the train tracks? I can't get, I, like, I can't get that image out of my head every time I see her. But she wants love. She wants love. <laughs> <laughs> Is and she going to find it? I don't know. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Um, so, yeah, everybody's interrupting everybody, which is, like, to be expected. But then Corinne did it three times. It was it was an, it was was obnoxious because it was clear that they had already had, like, some added, like, alone time that the other girls didn't get. And so for her to, like, go back for him, like, just keep going back and interrupting people, it was just – it was rude. It was just – it was like, obnoxious. To do it once, it's whatever. To do it three times is just nuts. Like, she looked like a crazy person. And why does nobody ever just say, no, you're going to have to come back in a few minutes? Yeah. Like, why doesn't Nick do it? And also, why doesn't uh, Taylor do it? Because she really hadn't been talking to him for very long. No. And she kind of had just gotten into talking about herself when Corinne popped back up. So I'm like, why don't you tell her, oh, go home, back girl. In a few minutes. Get, just give me a few minutes. Yeah. I, I don't get it. So rude. Yeah, it's really rude. But then again, there's also that group of girls who was like, I haven't even talked to him. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? Like, like, why are you sitting there talking to each other? Like, I like, I always feel like if, if I had been on this show, which, thank goodness I never went on this show, but yeah. um, I feel like you're sitting there and, yes, you, you're trying to pass time and talk to these other people, but, like, 
ultimately you're trying to jump in and get your turn. So like when someone comes back or like when you kind of feel like they've been gone for a long time, then you go. Like you don't just sit there and keep talking and hope he's not going to come find you. I mean, yeah. He might, but that's not also, probably going to happen. Seen the show. Yeah. You know how it works and that never pays off. No. Um, and I get it because for me, that would be awkward. Like I would feel uncomfortable doing yeah. that. But it's part of the show and you just have to do it. If you want to get ahead. And it's to be expected. You know, people looking, aren't going to freak out at you. Yeah, they're looking for you to so, show some sort of, like, initiative to try to be, like, show that you're really into them enough to go try to make it, you know, make it so that, that you get in front of them and get the, get the time with them. So, I don't know, yeah, it just I mean, seems silly. Yeah, you're on a date with, like, what, 10, 10 women or something? Yeah. There's a lot of people. So, if you don't make an effort, you're not going to get to talk to them. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, weird date. And then Corinne gets the rose. Oh, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right? gets the nose, gets the rose again, um, and you know, and Taylor's like upset because they had like a decent conversation, felt like they really connected, and like when they talk, I feel like they're actually, she's one of the ones that they talk about like her work and talk about things, and she kept saying that you know he was into her brain, which was funny, because um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they talked about like you know how she had like her psychology major and that she finished her she finished her undergrad in like three years, which is pretty impressive and got her master's in one year uh at johns hopkins so yeah i mean yeah she comes back you know um she seems like a smart person and somebody who has things together but she seems her age you know she seems young she does seem young she, like she's 23 i think or, yeah. or something like that and she seems like it like she, she seems like a smart well-adjusted young person like she doesn't seem mature for her age like maybe she is academically but right socially she doesn't she did say one of my favorite things of the episode though she says they they didn't kiss but it was there in the eyeballs (laughs) i loved that i was like you know because they always say like oh we we had a connection or we looked or whatever and i just i thought that one was just perfect and it was there in the eyeballs um but then like corinne is really mad about taylor re-interrupting her yeah, it's like, why is it okay for you to interrupt it's somebody, the same but thing. somebody can't come back and interrupt you? It's not like no take-backs or whatever when you're a child, you know? Um, like, she's made it clear all of this is fair game. Yeah. So why, is, why is it, like, I guess if somebody totally unrelated had come back and interrupted her, would that have been okay? Yeah. Why? No. I don't know why it makes a difference that it was the same person. I like that she did that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, it's like, all right, you came and took him away, I'm going to come back again, because I wasn't, I didn't get to talk to him. And um, so she gave her, like, a couple minutes or whatever anyway. Yeah. Um, and then they have this awkward conversation about her, Taylor saying, I'm okay, and Corinne saying, I want you to be okay, and she's like, okay, and it's just, like, awkward, like, back and yeah, forth. It was like Corinne was trying to pick a fight with her, um, but Taylor wasn't really biting, and so then she got mad at her for not for not reacting yeah. the way she wanted her to. And then she gave that weird little lecture. What was she yeah. saying? She said, it's going to get She's comfortable. It's going to get weird. I can't stress that enough. You have to be there for yourself. Remember, you you're there. there. You're there for Nick, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. And everybody's just sitting around like, and then, we understand the situation. We don't need you to yeah. lecture us like you're our parent. Or so it was Creepy. And the Vanessa's um, like, this is phony. I don't need advice from her on proper behavior. I thought that was classic. See, and while we're talking about why don't the girls just say no or why doesn't Nick say no when she tries to butt in, why don't they start just trolling her 
by nonstop. Like as soon as she goes, one of them goes in and is like, hey, can I steal you for a minute? You know what I mean? Like, why aren't they messing with her? I mean, part of me hopes that 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 we will get to that point this season because I feel like she I mean, I feel like there are a lot of uh, contestants over the years who have been pretty aggressive when it comes to the stealing. But I think she has taken it to a whole new level. So I think they're I mean, I would love to see them draw a line and it get to be like ridiculous. So I feel like we might get to that point. Like, if she's going to do it to everybody, they need to do it back to her, and they need to not even let her have any time. Like, yeah. as soon as she sits down, just go over and be like, can I steal you? Because be at some perfect. point, she's going to get mad, and she's going to get, like, nasty about it, and it would be hilarious. And it's going to be great TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great TV. And it would also make her look bad in front of Nick. Yeah. Um, Although, maybe he doesn't care. I don't know. Right? But, um... Yeah, her getting that group date, Rose, was officially just like, Nick, what is wrong with you? Yeah. I don't know if the producers were like, you have to do this. Mm-hmm. Or if he's well, just but crazy. Fran- but- oh, that's right. Franco didn't do it. Franco did the, well, Franco the extra time. the first rose. But or, no, he didn't give the rose. It was he the winner like, of the, comp- the the photo thing. Yeah, the win- like the winner of Extra Time with Nick. Right. So he chose that, but then Nick gave out That's the right. actual rose. I was mixing them together. Your- yeah, so that means that she's definitely staying. And then Lacey's like, I can't help but wonder if I'd taken my top off if I'd gotten the rose. Yeah. <laughs> I and- guess you see uh, what kind of things Nick is going to be rewarding, and it's not good. I just can't understand uh- him not thinking that that would give that impression, you know? I feel like he had to know. I know. I mean, I honestly so thought he's really just doing whatever the producers are telling him or he just doesn't care. Yeah. You know, Cause I originally thought that he would give the rose to like Brittany because she'd been like the best sport about the fact that her, her costume essentially made yeah. her put on no top. I thought he did. He would give it to her. I thought that would be the nice that w- if it was Ben, Ben would have given it to Brittany. I feel like there were several people that he could have given it to yeah. that would have made sense. And Corinne obviously did not make sense. Was not, yeah. Um, well, that was that date. So, was the next one the one-on-one, or did we go on the other group date first? It was the it was the one-on-one. So, and they were all happy that Danielle, you know, got the got the one-on-one. Um, I have down. I don't know if this was Lacey. I think it's Lacey that she was happy for her um, because they didn't know the girls were that nice because they're just saying she's just such a nice person. Yeah, um, she seems she really like, does seem nice. I mean, I guess we'll see as the season goes on if she's um, deceptively nice. Yeah, <laughs> but she really seems like a genuine person. So I thought it was a good person for him to give the first date to. Yeah, so like they go on this helicopter um, and they land on a yacht in Newport Beach. Um, but meanwhile, back at the mansion, that's when we finally have like Liz, Liz telling her story to Kristen, which, why does she tell Kristen? I love of all the people, of all the people that she told that girl. I love it. And, you know, and the first thing Kristen said is, I I won't tell a soul, you know, and you're like, that's the person who's going to tell everybody and their mother, you know? I know, I know. You could just tell when she said that. I'm like, you're a little liar. (laughs) And she just seemed like a little too hungry, like she had to tell someone. And I kind of felt like there wasn't a need. She didn't need to tell anybody. No. She could have flown under the radar a little bit longer. I understood that she, and I do, so the whole thing with Liz, I feel like, he wasn't really making an effort to to just go ahead and talk to her and like him prolonging it just he was ignoring her yeah it just seems silly to me i actually thought like i'm like if you're gonna keep her on there you deserve or she deserves 
at least a conversation. And I feel like he, it's easier for him to approach her to discuss it than it is for her to approach him when he's constantly surrounded by people. Yeah. And I felt, I thought that, you know, I understand him wanting to get to know all these other people and that he came to meet new people and not expecting to meet an old person. Right. But yeah, I mean, and if he didn't want to take time away from the dates or whatever, he should have pulled her aside. He should have talked. I mean, there's nothing to say, you know, I mean, we know how much he did off camera, whatever, with the different um, seasons. So, I mean, yeah. he, he could have easily, you know, gone and pulled her aside separately. Like, I know she was saying that she hoped he would do that. And it would have made sense. Like, instead of taking away from a group date or taking away from a cocktail party that first night. Where her... somebody might interrupt you. And, yeah. I, I just feel like he should have figured a way to have, you know, five, ten minutes to discuss it with her. Yeah. And I think that would have been really easy for him to do. And he just didn't. It was like he just didn't want to deal with it, which, I mean, I get that too, but, I mean, he knew he was going to have to at some point, and I think he just kept putting it off, and then, I mean, we'll talk about that date that she goes on later, but, I mean, I feel like she just kind of finally was, was overweighting and just kind of figured out her way to solve it, and he got annoyed about it, and it's like, well, you you didn't make any effort to try to figure this out. He made it work. Yeah. And um, I, I feel like she came in... And she was like, ooh, I like the mystery of maybe he doesn't remember me. And I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, no girl no girl who actually wants to, to, to like, pursue something with a guy is going to like it if he forgets her. Yeah. So that was weird that she was starting off by that. But I think she said that kind of to save face. And then when it became clear that he wasn't really making it clear that he was into her or or seeming very receptive – you could tell she was just kind of unraveling Mm -hmm. and she seemed really insecure and just like neurotic about it. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, it has to be super awkward to try to not, I mean, you can tell when you meet people who know each other in some way. Right. So, I mean, it has to have been really awkward for both of them to not act like they know each other around these people who are, are, you know, super, are still super awkward and just starting to talk to someone who they've essentially talked to for probably all of 10 minutes, right, by this point. Yeah. Um, so, like, if, if you actually had a conversation with someone or spent, obviously, this amount of time with them, like, you can just tell. So for them to kind of downplay that, it's just, it's just all of it's weird. All of it's really weird. And I, I feel like he should have acknowledged it right away if she was going to stay. Yeah, You know, he should have said, oh, not that he had to go into detail about the fact that they slept together, but he should have at least gone, you know, like made it clear to the girls like, oh, we've met before and we do have like, you know, some kind of like, like a little bit of a history. Um, I just think like if he was going to keep her there at all, he should have explained something like he should have figured out something to say to the other women so that they wouldn't feel like wait a second, we've been here for days and, and we're going to find out that you slept with this girl? Yeah. I mean, I think he's the lead in the show. He's kind of owning the way things should be going and he should have owned that moment and chosen how to deal with it and kind of cut it off because he, he left it open for her to do whatever and to really kind of cause a, a stir amongst the girls based on how she approached it. I mean, he was making a huge assumption that she wasn't going to say anything to someone. I mean... It was yeah. her choice, and he made her feel awkward, and she went on the last, like, date of the week, um, yeah. and was just sitting around there. Like, what else was she going to – I mean, I, I, don't, I don't entirely blame her for – I think the fact that he was off doing all this stuff and she wasn't seeing him at all or, no, you know, getting any kind of inclination on how things were going to go, like, just made, made, made it, it go worse. a little nutty. Yeah. Yeah, it made everything worse. 
I, I don't know. He just didn't handle it well at all. And I'm, that's not to say, I mean, maybe she didn't have great motives in being there. I don't know. But I don't think he handled it the right way. I think he just assumed the worst. And he didn't let her, like, say anything. And he had already kind of, at that point, made up his mind. Even though I don't think... Like, going in, he didn't say that he knew that. But I think as he was talking to her, that was kind of underlying, like, what he was thinking. That, that he just thought the worst that of it. That she just, just wants to be on TV. Yeah. Um, which I don't think she helped her case because I don't think she could explain herself very well. Yeah. But I got the sense that like, she wanted him to chase her, Mm -hmm. but he didn't do that. And so this was a way to get back to like, try to meet him, but he still wasn't chasing her. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if she necessarily was there just to be on TV, but I don't think she had a good way to kind of explain to him why after all that time she was coming back yeah i mean i think coming in if you're someone in that position i mean i would probably assume that it's very unlikely that it's going to end in my favor so i mean it's it's a huge gamble so i mean i don't think it's necessarily great tv exposure so i don't think there's that much incentive for someone to want to go on there just to be on tv you know unless they really wanted to. well i think some people really just want to be on tv and they don't care how they come across really I don't yeah, know. yeah, maybe you know, I guess it's like, it's like any attention is good attention. Like some people really are. Yeah, I mean, you know, the people who come on these shows and just make a total fool of themselves. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and a lot of them, I bet, even if they come across horribly, would go back and do everything the same. You know, just to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know for sure if I would say that that was her motive. But I think she didn't do a good job of expressing things. And I honestly think, like, after she saw that he wasn't super receptive, I think she should have just left. Yeah, I think she should have left on her terms and not let him do that. Yeah. Because um, I... So the, oh, we'll get there in a minute. Oh, but we didn't talk about our friend Danielle's date. I mean, there wasn't a ton except for, I mean, she did tell him about her um, her fiancé passing away. Yeah. So they did sad. Yeah, they did discuss that. I didn't realize. I mean, I thought that he had just died. I didn't realize he had OD'd. Um, yeah, and it's interesting that she didn't realize he had an issue. I don't know if it was something where like he had kind of just gotten into drugs and then took too much, or yeah. if he was just really good at hiding it. Um, I don't know. Maybe they didn't live together. Or maybe it was kind of odd that it seemed to take her totally by surprise. Yeah. But it was, inter- it was interesting because I think going in when we were talking through the bios, it was like, how recent was this? So we learned it was like five and a half years yeah. ago that they had only yeah. been engaged for three months. So it wasn't like they've been engaged for three years. But still, not that it makes it any easier. I think it's, but you know, but she's had an adequate amount of time yes. to, like, to be back out in the dating world. So sometimes it seems really fresh. These people come on and yeah. somebody's died. And I'm like... Uh, maybe give it more than like a year after. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, so I felt like, you know, that, that, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. That it's been more, more time passed since, um, she seems nice. She seems nice. I don't know that much to say about it because it wasn't like a scintillating date, but, uh, she seems nice and I hope she sticks around. I, I, um, I tweeted cause I wasn't, I wasn't able to watch the show live, which was which always frustrates me because I'm, like, watching the tweets and I'm, like, I'm missing yeah. it all. I'm missing it all. Um, right. I was on it. <laughs> I know. But I but I tweeted that I felt like this date to me was, like, peak Nick because he was, like, so nice and warm with her and was, like, listening to her talk through stuff. And he had, like, really, like, not just, like, he wasn't just, like, saying things to say things. He seemed really genuinely, like, 
like concern when he told her when she, she told said, the story. Yeah, so I thought that it was like a like this was a really good date that showed what he could be capable of. So yeah, um, and then we had the next one, and then we had the next one. <laughs> um, um, let's uh, just re- let's just dive into that this date. date. I do not understand. So they were at a museum of like failed relationships. (laughs) Right. And I don't know if this was supposed to be like an ad for, you know, like, like this museum set up the state because they want people to come to it. But who would want to go to this place? It just sounded, all of it sounded weird. It's a weird premise for a date. Who'd want to go to the museum? I mean, all of it's weird. And they had like these art, like interactive, like performances that were yeah, where where they had like very bad quality soap opera acting yeah. of of people breaking up, and I'm like, come on, you can do better than that. So right. they go and they're like looking through old like love letters and Nick's engagement ring, and I'm like, where are the other two engagement rings? Because he's been engaged three times. Well, and my he's proposed right. My note here was, you know, isn't that against the rules? Like, if they don't actually get engaged, like, why does he have that ring? He wouldn't have that ring. That's not he doesn't thing. have it. They brought it to the museum. Yeah, so they brought. I mean, and but they don't like the. It's just like you know, four or whatever in a box from Neil Lane. So it's not like the show keeps it around or anything, right? I think it's just. I'm sure the show was like, "Hey, Neil, give us that ring back." I know. Me. I just. <laughs> I, I was just like, "That's a little forced." Like, that's not actually the ring, probably. I don't... Yeah. Uh, well, I think it was the one for Caitlin that was there. I'm like, where was Andy's ring? I know. And apparently he was engaged before the show. So there should be once. a collection. Like, why is, there, collection. why is there not a, a stack of three rings? Just saying. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. What a mess. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, I don't really understand the museum as a concept. And then they go back and they have to pretend to break up with Nick. Which was weird because... It most, was weird. Most of them are not going to ever get the chance to break up with him. He's going to dump them. And they them. just met him. They yeah. don't know him. They so don't... basically it's like, come up here and pretend that you're breaking up with this guy that you just met. <laughs> Which is weird. And and um, also it feels like a negative note to start the season on. Like, let's, it is. You know? I did like that the one girl slapped him. I knew that it was going to be as a part of some date like this. But I will say at least it it, it was a slap, right? Like it wasn't. Was it um, fake? I was afraid it was going to be like a fake, like they were taking a, a class on how to like fake slap somebody like acting. Mm-hmm. That's what I assumed it was going to be. So I like that. I like that she slapped him. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was a solid slap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that she just decided to go into it as like pretending she was on a soap opera. She was, she went like the soap opera angle from start to finish with her whole bit. Like the way she was like, how could you do this to me? And <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was special. It was very special. I approved of it. I don't remember her name, but I know Josephine, the cat lady, Josephine, Josephine. Who loves She's cats. the unemployed nursing student. Yes. Yes. I thought I remember. She's entertaining. Um, what were some of the other notable ones? I don't remember really. Um, I mean, Astrid like really breaks good. the rose over her leg. Um, Christina, Christina broke up with him because he wasn't flossing. That's fair enough. Uh, Jamie breaks up because he doesn't clean the dishes, laundry, and facial hair all over the sink. Kristen (laughs) says he called her fat. (laughs) Josephine slaps him. Uh, and Uh, then, and then Liz. Somebody because the facial hair on the sink is a valid thing. Uh, cause Daniel does that all the time and it makes me want to murder him. 
it's usually in the sink from Topher too. I I think guys just don't think about it. It's like I don't want to see all of this. It's like, I'm just like, why do I have to clean up your little stubby like chin hairs? Like I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You do it. Um. So yeah, I support her for breaking up with Nick because of that. Um. So yeah, then there was Liz, and I I I don't even understand kind of what I was seeing. Yeah. It was, I mean, she was, it was, like, super detailed. Well, and it sounded like she was going to say it and then kind of storm off, you know, like, actually leave the show. And that's what I thought. At first, I, he was like, was this an actual breakup? Or, like, and, and then she just stands there and is like, well, we can end it there. And then just, like, walks away. So it was, it was very weird. And I thought, at first, I thought she was going to leave the show that way. And I thought, you know what? Like, good for you. Like, leave on your terms. Tell him what you want to say. Why I think if the she was, to... yeah, like if she was gonna say all that stuff, then she should have done that. You yeah, know? and I otherwise think otherwise don't go about it that way. Part of me wonders if she said all of that with the intention of leaving, and then he was just kind of staring, and she couldn't do it. You know, and was like, oh, maybe he wants me to stay. Yeah, you know, he looked so confused by it that maybe that confused her too. I don't know, but I really I wanted her to stomp off because I felt like that would be. Like, it would be a good end for it. She would be leaving on her terms. She would say her piece and be done because he really wasn't giving her a chance to talk. Yeah. And so then I guess after that, then they do go talk a little bit. Eventually. Um, He doesn't talk to her immediately. I felt like after that, I felt like he should have just pulled her aside and just tackled it head on. But he... Well, didn't he talk to Kristen? He talks to um, to, uh, Christina, The, the dental hygienist. Yeah, but then he talks to Kristen, the girl that she told. Um, yeah, that she told it to. Yeah, so it isn't until he knows that some of the girls know that he sits down and talks with Liz. Yeah, I thought that was awkward. That she basically was like, "Yeah, she told me you guys had sex." <laughs> it was super awkward. It was, and she went and from Nick telling her like, that oh, she's. I appreciated that she was honest with me, but <laughs> okay, like, all right, Nick. okay. You say so. I don't know. The whole the whole situation, I feel like, was just start to finish handled really badly. Yeah, I agree. Um, so then he just basically says he doesn't see a future with her and sends her home. Yeah, and I felt like he made it clear to her that he thought that she was there for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I mean, um, and... She, like, yeah, he says, like, he says basically all the stuff that... He's been saying all along just to her, like, saying, you know, why she didn't reach out via mutual friends and, you know. But then it does, didn't she say that she reached out to him to invite him to the charity thing? That happened, like, I think Jade actually uh, mentioned that to Us Weekly or on one of those sites. Um, Yeah. So she doesn't say that on the show, but that came out in some of the... um, the stuff that popped up online since, uh, where Jade is like defending her, say and like is kind of saying that she's not happy with how Nick handled it and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. but it but it didn't but come I mean, up if on she the show. Did do that, then she then she did reach out to him. I know. So, but but then I'm confused. So I'm like, if that's the case, why didn't she like? Wouldn't she have said that to him in this moment on this show? Like, if that's real? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like she would like instead of just acting like she didn't do anything, she would have responded. So I, it feels a little weird to me. Maybe she didn't mention that because she didn't directly contact him or, she, you know, she didn't call him up or she didn't really, like, text him or anything. But that would have, but that would have, he said you, we have mutual friends. I don't know. Like, it just seems like that would have yeah, been a, I don't a know. conversation. I'd like to know more, but um, 
I wouldn't say I'm, like, on either person's side. I just feel like it was badly handled. It was badly handled all around. All around. Yeah, she didn't explain herself very well, and I just thought he didn't handle it very well. I will say I called it because I said that they had this all the promos. I'm like, I think it's happening next week, and I think it's going to be, like, in and oh, out yeah, and done. I'm but, very curious to see kind of how the girls handle it. Well, it sounds like from the previews that they all freak out about it, and it's like, come on. I mean, it's not like... It's not like but this happened on the show. No, but I think maybe part of the reason they're freaking out about it is because he didn't tell them, you know? Yeah. Because I, I he guess... let them spend a week or whatever with a girl that he slept with and they didn't know. Yeah, I think so. But, yeah, I guess. I think it would, to me it would be worse. It's sketchy. It'd be worse, honestly, if it had been what happened with him and Caitlin, like if they had, it had actually happened during the taping of the show rather than beforehand. So I do feel like... For him to be all freaked out and, uh, like, annoyed about this whole situation, I mean, he did... He's done worse. Yeah, I feel like he did something kind of similar in his season in, like, you know, him having this existing relationship with her and then just hopping in and joining the season. So he should have... I feel like he should be a little bit more receptive and understanding to, like, a little bit of a weird situation than he was. Yeah. And I think he should have been nicer to her than he was. Yeah, um, I mean, I think he had no consideration for the fact that it was... Like, she was taking such a huge gamble coming there. Yeah. You know? I Yeah, I agree. I mean, you think that, like, from having had not exactly a parallel experience, but enough in common that he would have just behaved differently about it, I guess. Agreed. But I, I'm curious to see what will happen from the rest of the season. So we were left with the uh, to be continued on that one. Yeah, where they're all, like calling him out and I, I love the clip of Vanessa where she's just kind of like is this all you're looking for in a relationship with someone like the whole like are you just looking for someone like the physical side of things is that all you're yeah. caring about and I, I'm I, in between I like that. what happened with Liz and giving Corinne the, the, the rose on the date yeah he's not really giving these women a great impression of what he's there for Yeah, and there's some people that seem like nice like quality people that he could actually want to date, but I don't think he's, I don't think true love is going to come out of this one. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, I do like the, um, the, the absolute ending we're left with. It was just a clip with him and Alexis. Yes. Where they're celebrating her boobs anniversary. Her, yeah. Her happy boob, birthday. Her boob anniversary. day. <laughs> She's calling it I boob love that day. they had the cupcakes. The cupcakes and then the cupcakes that didn't taste good or something. I know. And then she's like, my boobs taste better than the cupcake. <laughs> it's so awkward. And then, he's, and then she's like, he's like, who blows out the candles? And she says, the boobs, obviously. And then and then she like has to blow and she's like, they're only one year old. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they can only do so much. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so funny. You know, when I first saw her, I was like, I she may just be like a one episode but I think that he actually finds her entertaining and kind of likes her. I mean, so she's I'm kind of like the season's Daniel, right? Like, Yeah, she's like Daniel, but has it a little more together than Daniel did. Because yeah. Daniel was wasted that first episode, and she was clearly drunk, but she had it together enough. <laughs> so funny. Well, I think she's, I think she's around at least for a few more episodes. I kind of get uh, yeah. a feel. Um, I hope she wins the whole thing, the whole spiel. <laughs> I don't see it happening, but in my dreams, that's what in happens. In your dreams, yeah. In your in your dreams, it's a win for the Shadoffin. Yes. 
for the shark. Everybody loves a good shark dolphin. Um, <laughs> so do we have any Bachelor news for this week? Well, the only Bachelor news that I have is the one that I sent you earlier. Yeah. Um, this may just be totally false, and it would not surprise me if it's false. But I think it was like OK Magazine had an article saying that Nick has knocked somebody up. Yeah. And the way that the article was making it sound was that it was one of the runners up on the show. It sounded like it was, like, not the final four, but, like, the next, maybe? Was that what it was saying? Um, I think it was making it sound like it was one of the final four, but then it was also making it sound like he sleeps with more than just the fantasy suite people. Yeah. Wait, is it three? It's final three that, that goes to the fantasy suite, I, I think? Think I think so. it's three. I think it's so. four for hometowns and then three for fantasy suite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the article said yes, he does sleep with all the three fantasy suite people. Yeah. But yeah. that um, it seems like he also slept with other people. Yeah. So fast them. I'm curious. I'm curious uh, if this one ends up being true. I mean, the dra- like the dramatic side of me really wants it to be true, but then I don't want. To wish that on a baby. I know. It's <laughs> so. like, oh my goodness. Uh, I guess we'll find out. Dot, uh, dot, the dot. article was making it sound like he picked somebody. I mean, I have no idea. Uh, it wasn't like a super spoilery article, but they made it sound like he picked somebody who's actually decent and mm-hmm. then and then um, knocks up somebody else. Oh dear. What if it's Corinne? Just saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I definitely I don't see her as the winner, so I mean, you never. Oh, know. I definitely don't see her as a winner. I could see her as a person who gets knocked up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, um, I guess we'll find out. I have you seen any other news? I think that was so, the only thing that I really saw. So I saw an article posted that um, Haley and Emily are going to have their own spinoff show on Freeform. Oh yeah, nobody asked for that. I know, and it's apparently all about how they're finally moving out of their uh, mom's house and getting their own house. <laughs> like, that's weird. I'm really confused. Okay, so first of all, I like the idea of Bachelor-related spinoffs, um, but who is making these choices on who to put on them? I don't know. Because like... there are people who are actually compelling and you might want to see, and the twins, I don't mind them as, like, background in the show, but they're not interesting enough for their own show. On their own, yeah. God knows Ben and Lauren were not interesting enough no. for their own show. That's I, I tried watching. Like, I did not. I'm, I'm not interested. Like, I'll watch a lot of things Bachelor-related, but I, I did it. I did it more for research because I was like, I'm just curious. Like, is this show sounds like it would be really boring, and I just wanted to see what they did, and it totally leans on all of the other um, former contestants to make it interesting. Yeah. Like, it's not interesting on its own. So then it's like, why don't you get one of those people thrown Right? Uh, even, like, say, Caitlin and Sean. I mean, Caitlin's entertaining. Like, I, I don't know who I would pick to have a Bachelor show, but it just definitely wouldn't be the people that they're picking. Yeah, I would say if they're picking a couple to do, like, it wouldn't have been Ben and Lauren. It should have been Caitlin and Sean. Yeah. So. Um, and the other piece of news that I read, and I don't know why this is news, but whatever. Um, they were talking about Becca Tilly and like 
is she or isn't she still a virgin with this new boyfriend? That is so creepy. Right? And um, they did. She's supposed to put out like a like a bulletin whenever like, she has sex with somebody. I don't. It's so weird. So they did confirm that she is still a virgin, saving herself for marriage, and that he's very supportive of it. So it's just weird that that's an article. It's very weird. But that was okay. another piece of news. <laughs> and I was like, okay, womp womp. Um, I'm going to say, that's just something I never just, I just don't want to hear about. I don't care. Like, I don't. Unless something scandalous is happening, I don't want to know about it. Yeah, it's just weird to me. Um, it's like, are we supposed to get a, a bulletin when that changes for Ashley I? Like, I don't think we need to know. Oh, my God. We'll know. We'll know when it happens I know. Her because maybe she'll stop acting like a, no, she'll still be crazy. Take it back. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Well, so I guess this coming week we'll get our to-be-continued resolved, and hopefully it won't end. I feel like... Sometimes you get in a cycle where they have like a two yeah. continued and then like you don't get a rose ceremony the next time. So, I mean, it's so like. We better have two rose ceremonies. I know. I feel like we should have a very fulfilling week. Yes. I understand there is a lot to pack in with Corinne taking her top off and with, um, you know, the Liz situation. So I could understand this week why there's a two be continued, but they better not get into a habit of doing this like they did with Caitlin. Yeah, it was very annoying. I can't handle it. Because we do still have an episode this week, even though it's Martin Luther King Day, right? I think yep, we do. I think so. Good. We better. Yeah, I, I need it. I need to know what's going to happen. You can't leave me hanging for two weeks. I know. Not acceptable. Not acceptable. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm so looking good. forward to it. Looking forward to the next episode. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Yep. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Connect with us on Twitter at Accept This Pod, where we live tweet episodes and share great bachelor gifts and updates. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you love us, be sure to leave us a rating and a review. They really do help.